Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's his kid and I just jumped out the porch. With Dirty Glove Bass. With Dirty Glove Bass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got my boy Hit Kid back off the porch with us one more time, man. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, bro. So how you feeling today, man? I'm feeling a, lot, a whole lot better than the last time because, yeah, about probably about 20 degrees in here. <laughs> yeah, we I'm probably just... not even over-exaggerating when I say that. It was really cold, but yeah, I'm feeling good, though. Yeah, you were shivering and everything. Yeah, luckily they couldn't So it looked like you came prepared, like, man, I'm going to just take the shirt off, you know. Yeah, it, it I, well, we, you know, it's, it's summertime now, so, you know, I was hoping it wasn't cold here during the summertime. <laughs> nah, for real, man. So what else you got planned during this trip to Atlanta, man? What else you got shaking? Uh, going to the premiere, uh, uh, day show, you know what I'm saying? So that's really about it. I'm doing this off of two hours Two hours of nap, not sleep. True. Two hours of nap and drove here. Really? So yeah. Has that pretty much been I got the normal? A long day. Has that pretty much been the normal for you lately, mm-hmm. man? Or mm-hmm. I, still- I, I probably do about six hours of sleep, really. Okay. But it depends. You know, I try to take care of my body, but I be feeling like I don't be doing no work if I go to sleep for a little minute. Yeah. No, that's true, man. Yeah. So how was your rolling loud experience down there in Miami, man? It feel like I had got done working out when I got off stage. Because <laughs> when I was jumping, I was jumping with like one leg. I was like hopping over here, hopping over here, hopping over here. And I was yelling. My voice was gone. But like being off stage, it felt cool. Like yeah. you can see, I can see everybody's face clear. And to be able to yell and express myself on stage. Yeah, on the stage that I always wish I was at was, you know, the great experience. Especially like with Duke and the rest of my friends, you know, ALZ, the, the toots going crazy on the oh, mic. Yeah cool experience absolutely man yeah because I, I like i was talking to duke when he was here uh, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. he's like yeah they put me on the big stage this time man because the last time they had him on the, one of the smallest stages uh-huh i didn't know that yeah and he showed out so he's like yeah they put me on one of the bigger ones this year <laughs> so yeah that's dope man i saw you was also recently out in paris man what was that experience like good to go over it was like that that was totally different uh, i had to i was try, out there trying to learn french when I first got out there, we, me and my, my, my wife came with me, so we get into the Uber, and the guy, it was an Asian guy, and uh, he started speaking French. And I looked at my wife, I was like, hey, what this nigga talking about? <laughs> and, I, and I started getting on Google Translate, and I still couldn't figure out, trying to grab like at least one word to see yeah. what he was talking about. How I was like, I had said uh, something that to the extent, like, we don't speak. French. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I 
That's right. He still couldn't speak. He, he spoke broken English, but I understood that he knew that we didn't speak French. But he thought we spoke French because we look African, because there was a lot of Africans over there that spoke French. Really? Yeah, he was like, he had a friend that spoke French. I was like, yeah, it's kind of wild. This is it's kind of crazy getting off the plane and experiencing. Yeah. But past that, you know, I worked with a couple of artists uh, up there at the studios. Oh, really? Studio. Um, pretty much, just, that was about it. Besides me and my wife just going around Paris, uh, trying to see what's going on. And yeah. Not as dope. Were you able to read the menus and stuff at the restaurants? Or? Well, they had, you know, they had, they had the um, English version of it. So. Oh, okay, okay. But I would say I was trying to read it and get to know, you know, I was trying to get to know French a little bit by yeah. reading everything I could without putting out my phone and just trying to use my intuition. Like, hey, this looks like it could be good. Yeah. Just by how it's worded, I'm going to get that. So what does the rap music out there sound like then? Like, what were the artists that you was working with? What, what, what were they looking for out of a sound or what was their normal sound? It was, it was, I, I say primarily, as far as like rap, they want like, drill but they have a wide variety of like sound too so i want to put them in a box to say like they just only doing drill because i worked i did drill and i did like future kind of like trap sound and then um just some regular you know just some regular beats it really wasn't like no genre or anything I got you, man. Certain genre. Yeah. yeah. Now that's still dope that your music's taking you, you know, halfway across the world like that. Yeah, that was it was a good it was a great experience, I ain't gonna lie. And I you know, I probably learned like ten words in French. <laughs> hey, now you get you know, got a head start when you go back next time. Yeah, I had to learn uh I, the two main words I learned was uh I need to stop saying um. Cause my mom just told me to stop saying this, so I had to catch myself. But two words I learned that I needed everybody to know was hot. Which is uh, I just forget, but I know must have mean they're more Z, okay? Because they don't believe in air conditioning in Paris, really. And if you don't have an air conditioning and it's hot already outside, most likely you musty. So I had to learn <laughs> hot and musty at the same time, and I'd be telling my wife he did more Z, cause they were musty. I'm like, why is this? It just smell like the body in here. It, it like just smell like body. Like used body. Wait, that was it though. That's wild, right there. Oh, we seen the Mona Lisa too. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it was too packed. I won't go in there. We was like, just looking over people's heads. Yeah, we see it. Okay, you, you ready? Okay, set them up. And then we had to take like thirty minutes just to get out the uh, the Louvre. Really? It took us like thirty minutes to walk out. Yeah. Because we didn't know where to go. Yeah. So you know, you was here about a year and a half ago, man. Mm -hmm. um, lots changed for you, man. Yeah, lots. How would you like describe you know this past year and a half, two years for you for yourself? Um, I don't know. There was like a flip switch. <laughs> this what it feel like. Yeah. This what it definitely feel like. I just flipped the switch. Uh -huh. Has been easy, like, you know, getting used to being recognized out in public, um, you know, even like dealing with online fame and, or, or even um, online hate? I ain't really hate. I ain't, I'm not worried about it. I'm, I can just troll all day. And if it's like something that's like too deep, I don't even, I just delete it. I don't even pay attention to it. What I, I like to call it, I renounce. So you just uh -huh. don't even matter. Like, you just not even there to me at all. You don't even exist. But uh, as far as like, 
fame or whatever. I don't, I don't really, hmm. I don't really like it like that because it's not like it's just overwhelming. But if I want to go to the store and like just go do what I want to do without being talked to, uh, this is what I want to do. But I know how to pivot, and you know, I know people uh, might look at me a certain way in a good perspective. So I make sure that I speak to them and make them feel, you know, wanted and like special because, you know, they helping me, you know, they help turning me up. So by by me talking to them, it's just like my way of thanking them. Understood. So I make sure I, t- I treat everybody, you know, the same. Yeah. But so, you know, you have your days where like, I really don't want to talk. Yeah, you don't want to talk to nobody. I just, you know, hey, hit my manager up. I don't really feel like talking, especially like in the middle of like parties. I don't not want to be talking. Hey, bro, hey, you know what I'm saying? Can you, uh, I want a bit. Ch- I want to chop it up with you, big bro. Like, uh, can you? They get to putting out their phone, pushing all in my chest. Hey, can I get your number right quick, big bro? Like, yeah. And then I had a phone. They they get to looking out to the side. Yeah, I been yo. I finally got you, man. Been about man. I was all in your DM, man. I got you right here. I'm not I ain't gonna text you no more after that. You got my number, <laughs> but I ain't texting you. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, I'm sure that's always an adjustment, man. Just like, you know, having to deal with so many people, just yeah, wanting your time, wanting your attention. I don't want to be no butthole, though, so <laughs> that's, that'd be my thing. I give them my number, but at this point, I kind of see why people get that, like, no. But they, you know, people don't understand, like, they don't understand why people would tell them, nah, you can't get my number. Yeah. And I feel like a butthole doing it, but. I have to start doing that because, like, I mean, that's what why you get, why are you trying to get, why are you get my number? I don't know you. Yeah, that's what management's for anyway. It's like you want to do business, you got to go through him anyway. Yes, yeah. yes, bro, for sure, man. All right, so set the tone. First off, like, what was your vision when you got all these women together for the song? Um, uh, to bring, I just said, uh, again, my bad, mom. I was about to say it again, but uh. I just said it. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't stop saying Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Should we put an um counter in the corner for put this um. one? Every time I say um, you got to put um up. The Set the Tone song, my vision was to put like gangster music back on the map, like real like gangster music, but for women. At least at that time when I was doing it. Um, I just said it again, it's crazy. I can't stop catching myself. The set song like was to put like, you know, for the ladies and stuff, put gangster music back on the map, like with Gangsta Boo, Lil Chat, Mia mm-hmm. X, like that type of vibe. Cause that was a missing market, especially like in Memphis. It's already an underrated thing that uh, women you know, they're being overlooked. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC, and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, 
and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Memphis, just in general, but specifically Memphis for me, and I want to put that in the forefront and make it go worldwide, which it is now. So yes, it did. That was the point. Okay. But it didn't happen. It didn't really come, come around until FNL dropped. But that was like two months, well, maybe like a month ago. So this is two, what, two months since FNF had dropped that people was going back and oh, looking yeah. at the stuff we had did a year before. Yep. Man, don't discredit yourself. Because what set the tone drop, it did go viral on Twitter. <laughs> it went viral that time, but I was speaking really on like the other songs though. Okay. Because yeah. they started looking at the other songs. Obviously, it set the tone and went viral, but the other songs wasn't, it went nobody really. I mean, they were paying attention because. Said the song had went viral. Yeah. But that was by the end, only got to a certain point where they was um, just listening to it until it went re-viral. I Understood. Guess. Yeah. So how did you dis- dis- discover the artist? Were, did you already have a previous working relationship with each of them or? Uh, I elaborate because I feel like people, it would be interesting for people to know, but I knew of Gloss. Through like I caught, cause I think I was oh, I think I was a friend on Facebook for a little minute, hmm. and I used to see her do freestyles and everything. But I also seen like the bad part of Gloss, which is one reason I didn't work with her. But uh, when we had did the show, uh, the ring, which was put together by uh, DJ Texas Trio, I went to go speak speak to Gloss, and I was bringing up like her how she should move a little differently hmm. as she expects to be doing this but a year before that I had no it's probably like January 2020 where I texted and told her what I was trying to do to put a lot of girls together but what what I did was like the next year but going back I had knew I knew a glow because she I seen her on Gloss page okay and I remember when she first said she was rapping when she did her first song I remember Gloss posting it and that's the only reason I knew glow knew of glow uh, Aliza, I knew Aliza through a mutual friend, and you know, like in the business world. And then K Carbon, I only knew a K Carbon probably like a week before that, hmm. because somebody mentioned that it was a female Pooh Shiesty. Because at that time he was kind of blowing up. Then he had just started blowing up, and that was my first time seeing her at that show. And Slime, I knew a Slime. I forgot how I even met Slime, but I knew Slime the longest. Okay. But we really weren't like working how we working now. But yeah, that's how, how I knew of them before we even got to the show. So when we got to the show, it was a lot of people performing and they, and I feel like they performed the best and they looked more comfortable than the guys. And I was like, I feel like this is the perfect time to mm-hmm. try to do this. So I told them I was gonna get a studio session together and do that. So once I did that, we went to the studio and I had put them in a group chat told them like food go be there, video videographer go be there, photographer go be there, engineer over there, 
uh, yeah, the group chat was, it was just, it, I had put out ten and red, like this will go, this will go happen. Gave them a rundown, we got to the studio. I played like the first beat, that was the set the song beat. Really? That was the only song they did and they was writing, we playing the beat. I had, no, I had played like some other beats, I think, either before that or after that. I think it was after that, cause we were trying to do some more stuff cause we had finished at the time. But the first beat I played was the set the tone beat and they started writing, they was eating and called me like, I don't think my stuff hard. And they were all kind of acting shy, going outside, smoke, then they came back and went crazy. And I was like, let's kind of, let's get a clip. Then we took a, like a group picture mm -hmm. and it's like me were holding a mask that, that, that was posted not too long ago. And then uh, they individually posted their own clip of the song. K. Carbon probably went viral the most, yeah, or that people know of the most, as, as far as like the, the, the set the song song. And then I think Gloss went up a little bit too, yeah. So that's how that happened, me with with that. <laughs> so was the vision always more than one song, or was it let's get in here and do one song? It was, it was probably been more than one song, okay, like at least for that day. But that was, you know, that first time everybody getting together was to try to figure out, like. How, how I create a process could go. Yeah. Is this even gonna work past this point? So uh, that was about it. Did they all get along with each other right away? Yeah, <laughs> at least in my knowledge. Yeah. I know obviously they probably like kind of trying to figure each other out. <laughs> but in it, it wasn't no, it wasn't no, uh, you, it wasn't no like anybody saying anything that was out of, out of, out of pocket, but nah, not at all. Yeah, because from the outside looking in, it looked like they were all fucking with each other. Yeah, They yeah. were all supporting but each I other, But I, I made sure that it wasn't no weird vibes either. I'm that type of person. Like, I'm going to squeeze out them vibes. If you got a problem, hold it to yourself or pull that part to the side. God, if it's dealing with me, nah, we ain't finna get in our feelings. So if, if you are in your feelings, you got to get it out. So that's how, that's, that's really how I was able to maintain that, that the momentum that we have now in the relationship was to make sure that we let each other know like when stuff going wrong and when stuff going right, make sure we, you know what I'm saying, tell each other like, you know, good job, blah, 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 whatever. But ironically, I tried to do this like in 2019 hmm. with three girls, three or four, three or four girls, but that, that kind of blew up on some weird stuff because they thought I was trying to do one thing and it really wasn't that. They thought I was trying to like steal the song and oh, run away with the song. I was like, I don't know what y'all heard about me, but I'm not doing this. I'm gonna leave the situation alone. Holla at you. Yeah. Now, did you sign anyone? Like, was this something that you were trying to like sign them to the label, or was this just like let's just make some music? It was just it just make some music. I'm trying to make history. That was all in my head. Cause everybody, I remember I was on Clubhouse and I was bringing this topic up about like uh. Well, the real topic was like, we don't have to leave Memphis to make something happen, or just your hometown in, hometown in general that you don't have to leave to make something happen. And then it led to me talking about like, what I wanted to accomplish in Memphis and getting it done. And I'm like, you got so many people that's big out of Memphis that leave Memphis, take the money out. Mm -hmm. Like they taking the potential money and they taking the actual resources out of Memphis and then turn around and say, ain't nothing in Memphis you know, uh, it's certain resources that is here and they saying it's not there, but most of them be lazy, so they don't take the time out to do that. And the resources, the artists being the resources as well, 
and you know other creators being resources too so they didn't really want to take the time out to do this but i took the time out to go to this event um to go to this event and i wasn't going to scout but i was like paying attention i was like hey i think this is a good time to try to do this <laughs> and that's how that came about yeah um why do you feel like the the women in memphis were overlooked for so long because you know memphis been on the side street for a few years but there was no women blowing up because memphis is already on. overlooked so would you think that you there's like a three-time minority <laughs> who needs an alarm in the morning when mcdonald's has sausage egg and cheese mcgriddles and a breakfast cut off ba-da-ba-ba-ba they're black women they are women, and they from Memphis. So Memphis being on the back burner, a lot of stuff, women in general in history are already on the back burner, and black women, and black people, black women are in general, you know, generally just put on the back burner of everything. So that was a, I went trying to make it like a political move, but once I look back at it, I'm like, all right, look, look why, you know, actually was able to make happen. Mm-hmm. Nah, you definitely did that, man. Yeah. No one can take that shit from you, bro. <laughs> All right, so F and F. Talk about the creative process. Like, did you make the beat with Glow in the studio? This is something you just cooked up on your own, or how did the beat come about first? Uh, I was just in my house, and I had made the beat. It was just a beat I was just making, and I thought it sounded pretty hard. And when I make, when I make beats, I already visualize, like, the video being done. Even the song, not even there. Like I kind of, I, I make a video in my head based off the, the the vibration of the beat, and when I'm listening to, like I visualize it before when I'm already when I just started making it. Like it's a it's a it's like a picture or it's like surgery, and it's just going in my head as I'm making a beat. So I made the beat, and I end up I was going to pick up my son or dropping him off, and I had sent the beat to myself. So I'm listening to it. I'm like, I think I'm gonna send this to Meg. And once I got home, I had sent it to uh, C. Ferris, and um, well, he obviously knew. I didn't like. I didn't say like this for me. He already knew that I was sending it for her, mm -hmm. but he didn't say nothing back. I think like the next day, I was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna wait. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to wait because it'd be too hard." I said, "I'm gonna use this for my album, but I still want to lay down here." So then I started thinking. I was like, "I want to get somebody outside the girls." And I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna get one of the girls. And I feel like Glow had the best voice for that beat. So I had, uh, by that time I had like, I was in a man, crazy part of my career where it was just like, what, nothing happening. Like, didn't have no money. Like, hard to, you know, make ends meet. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. 
For centuries they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader with the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Then I was able to get a session, got the session where I had like all my homies and stuff to, to come record, and they all came to record. And the last song was F and F. Was, you know, the last person to record was Glow. Okay. But before the, I think the same day I sent the tour, I was like, I got this beat. I want you to get on my album. Can you mind doing it? She was like, Yeah, I do it. Send it. So I had sent the tour. I was like, Boom, here it go. I need the best version of Glow, like your life depending on. So I texted it. She said, right, I'm finna write. So I had, I think I got the studio session the next day or something like that. It was like, all right, it was like 10 o'clock, 10.30. And I called Glow and she ain't answer. So I called Gloss cause I feel like, I feel like they were together. And I said, bro, go wake Glow up. We got a studio at 12, <laughs> the same day. So like an hour and 30 minutes later, we had to go to the studio. So she ended up coming an hour late, but she finished the song with the next hour cause I got two hours. So she finished the song in the second hour no, no, I take the back. That's when we fixed the song. Okay. When I did the big session, this is like when I was in there two months of like, man, it just, everything was just going wrong. That's when I got the session. She, I told her, right, she didn't write. I found out she didn't write because she asked me or I seen her in the window typing, typing while the beat playing. I was like, man, this nigga ain't right. She didn't write to it yet. Huh? Like, bro, she, she ain't right, but it was cool because was, she was the last person. So I wasn't tripping, but I walked out. She was just, she was in the record cause I was talking to somebody else. I came back in, she was like, listen to this kid. I listened to it. It was like, it was just the, uh, it was just F R E E. It was just that going on. Then I heard the let's go part. I was like, yeah, it's just slamming. Huh. And uh, I went back out. And then the only time I went back in, like towards the end of the session, got the song, rode, rode around, listened to it. And I'm thinking, and uh, with analytical, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm yeah. thinking about analytics. So I'm thinking about that as I'm listening to it. I'm like, this is not hard. I, I can see it blowing up. Not like how it is now, I can see it blowing up. I'm thinking about the video, everything while I'm around home listening to it. But she had too many curse words in the first version of it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I know I'm gonna set up another session. Then I set up another session and that's when I called her and told her to get up, let's go to the studio and she came and fixed it and then her friend Teaser was there and like the end you know it's like at the red light twerking I was telling her I'm like go in there and add that at the end take a part of your your verse and make it a chant at the end and that what they did and you know she fixed the verse already so boom that was it we sat there listen to it and I looked she was like right here like where you at I was like we finna shoot the video right now <laughs> Cause I already, I, I had a totally different idea to do this video. Really? I had a totally different idea. I had a place I was gonna shoot it at, the whole thing. And when I said, when she got done, I was like, bro, you know what? Scratch everything I just thought about. We finna shoot the video right now. Let's go find somewhere to shoot. So I need my makeup done. You need car? No, 
get, go get whoever you can get in the video. Tell them folks to come on. We finna go shoot the video. Hit my homie Rico, who, sh who shoot most of the videos, most of the videos for me. Call him, he was free. I was like, yeah, it's go time. I don't care who show up. We finna have some fun. And uh, I directed from there. And then I had my son too. My wife had to work. She dropped him off. And, I, and we didn't start shooting until I got him. Really? So I'm pushing him around and telling them what to do. I was like, hey, get the car, go around a circle in the, in the, uh, in the parking lot. Hey, y'all can stay right here, just rent. They was like, do what we need to do. Because the music's gone, just do whatever. That's what Slime had the beer. You know, the other girls was there, just, you know, turning up. Uh, Nikki Poo was in there, made sure the energy was up. So I was like, all right, come on, let's go over here. Get in the cars, go around, let's try to get the, catch, capture that energy. But at the same time, I'm pushing my son, but I got my phone. Like right here in front of the uh, the stroller, mm -hmm. where he can watch what baby first. He watching baby first, and I'm put I'm holding my phone and pushing it and telling him what to do while he watching baby first. So it's on that task and that's yeah. fine. That's right there. And then I'm also trying to watch, make sure ain't nobody trying to kill us while we shooting the video on the park, <laughs> thinking that is a sweet lick. So the last scene was gonna be at the red light because you know obviously if something was to go down, we can just go home as far as like the police and yeah. whoever would go try to snitch. So I'm like, hey, look, let's go to the um, let's go to the red light. We need to go to the red light. I had to get that part because it was already for to be dark. So I'm like, the boom, let's go ahead and go. We did it. Uh, I didn't get out the car because I ain't I ain't got time for that. I think and they, and then I had my son too. So I'm sitting in the car with my son in the car, and they outside twerk dancing on the cars and you know traffic. And then uh, it, was, it was some car that was just sitting there. So I get home. To, uh, Get, I get home and see, look on Facebook. Later, had put us on live. Uh -huh. she, you know, she just recording, talking about us. And I'm looking at the comments, and one lady, she was like, they ain't got $50 all together. I screenshotted that. I said, remember this. I screenshot it. Then later, like 30 minutes later, that's when me and Rico started editing the video because hmm. we got on Discord and he started editing the video. And because uh, I, I co edited, so. Basically, he do it, but I tell him what needs to be done and how I need to look. So we took the lady, I said, go get that lady live and put it in the video. And we put it at the beginning. And like, even the words, the words are red when they come up, mm -hmm. when it's spilled. So it's like a, it's, I don't know. It's like a thing, it's like a, it's like a certain element that make, it make you want to say it, it make you want to look, look and be involved in the video. We see them words popping up big, real big and red, and you see the. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Energy, like when no gimmick, when no gimmicky type video, and that was my thing when we was editing it. So I told Glow, Glow hey, you might, can you do a. Uh, a triller let's see it's it's it kind of see where we at with it. it's check the temperature of the song mm -hmm. she did i think she did like 300k before the night ended oh, on, on facebook with the triller so the next day we were gonna drop the video i was like we're gonna drop the video tomorrow she's like for real i'm like yeah we're gonna drop the video at 901 tomorrow so we dropped it 901 and then uh we put the snippet on facebook with each other tag and the snippet well we had the snippet of the video, but we had the link to the video mm -hmm. when we posted it, and that did a million views in 24 hours. Oh, wow. And it goes up on and YouTube. After, yeah, after that, 
you know, obviously people was going to YouTube and then peeping it. Yeah. Were you surprised how quickly it moved on YouTube? I think we hit a million, what, the first four or five days or something like that? It hit a million probably. I don't even know. It probably hit a million like the, no, nah, it hit a million probably like in two days. Okay. Hit a million probably like in two days. That was crazy because every time somebody would be hitting us up or somebody would follow us, we would, I'd text Glow like, bro, you see, nah, I call Glow. Bro, I called Glow probably like 15 times between <laughs> after we shot the video to the next day. I'm like, bro, do you see this? Man, what's because they DM me? Bro, you see this? Man, look at the views. I just moved and it went 10,000 views. Like, I just turned around. I turned back around and it went up 10,000 views. Like, bro, this ain't real, fool. You bought some views. <laughs> you know, just asking that type of stuff. So that, that, was, that was a heck of an experience. Like, looking at that, like, I can't believe it. But I, st I still wanted more, though. That was the thing. I just wanted more. Yeah. What was, um, you know, what you think of like men remixing the song, making their own version? Stop. Stop. Don't remix it no more. Don't do it, please. Now, yeah, <clears throat> I had some homies that did it. And I know that was hard, like, they're just hard artists, but I just want to try to hear that. Like, I gave the people in Memphis the benefit of the doubt. If you outside of Memphis, you did it? No, stop. Yeah, it was like, let the women have this. And then they was doing the terrible. It's like the beat was only meant for glow. I was, everybody was sending me their freestyle. I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not opening it up. I'm not opening it up. I did not open it up. No, I did not open it up. I left it alone. And I, I listened to Renarucci, uh remix. Mm -hmm. It was hard. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that had like some hard stuff, but for the most part, I ain't listening. Only just like 10% of what was sent to me. Oh, there were so many of them. They still drop it today. I was the only thing that made me, that really made me mad. You know, them doing the remix is cool because it was a big song, mm -hmm. but it was people remixing like two days after we dropped. Like before people I even had like, a chance to hear the original. I'm like, bro, we ain't hear the million yet. What? And then they was almost fun to catch up with us until we really started separating from everybody with the views and all the, the content and everything. It was like, hey, hey, please let me enjoy myself with all this. Y'all hopping in the wave, like, wave ain't got big yet. Soon I go like this to start the wave. People getting in the water. <laughs> like, hold up, bro. <laughs> please let me get my own wave started. And that's, that, you know, that was the main thing about me, like, not one of no those remixes going on, freestyle or whatever. Yeah. No, not a remix. Let me take it back. One well, of them remixes, they were freestyle because you did it for free. <laughs> and they're using her flow and everything on them, too. I did baby mama. Stop. Nah, it was cool, but still stop. It's been on Billboard for the last two months. How how high do you think this thing can go? I think it's at six. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC, and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. 
Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. 66 right now, is that Yep, right? CCC's been on there for nine weeks. Most likely going to be on there at 10. I don't think he's going to drop. I don't think he's going to drop. Nah, this is a song for the summer, man. Yeah, that's what I told her. Um, that's what I told her before I even texted her. I was like, I need the best version of you. I was explaining, like, before I set the beat, I'm like, I'm going to send you something. I need, we need to kind of follow up with Set the Tone. Ironically, we shot Set the Tone like a day before the, I mean, not a, no, we shot, we, no, we did the song, the, same, the session that we did Set the Tone, mm-hmm. it was the same day we dropped the FNL video. But I was telling her, like, hey, we need to follow up with Set the Tone. You know, it's been a year. We need some more music. We need to kind of go into the summer to follow up with it. But it was like, a, it was really supposed to be like a rollout. Boom, one of the girls do something, do a song. One of the other girls do something and have some content leading into all the girls doing something. But the first rollout of doing it, it was F and F, and that blew up crazy. So then I had to change directions with it. So. Yeah, it was for the better though. Yeah, no, it definitely worked out, man. Yeah. Um, should we expect an official remix or? Of course, I'm like, I'm still working on the handling, but it's, it was so many freestyles, like everybody freestyling <laughs> and the people who probably wanted to, to, to remix and start freestyle too. It was like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? But you know, there's other people that still open open to do it. So we still like kind of like weighing our options that who, who we really want to get on there. So that's the that's the main thing. I also want to be strategic, but um, I want to make sure the right person on there as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So you know, Glow signs CMG, Gloss signs the QC. Mm-hmm. How proud does that make you? Like, man, this was my vision. Like to put Crazy. these yeah, women, that was, that, that to put these was. women in position. I literally, I literally like was. Uh, I went to the CMG badge because the girls were performing, so I went to support them, and I'm just sitting back like, I ain't like. This is crazy. But Gloss won't sign yet. So I'm sitting there like, this is pretty cool. Like, I'm just looking, like, just taking everything in. Like, this is pretty cool. And so, like a week after Gloss signed, like, yeah, this is pretty cool. I really feel like, I, 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 call, them, I, I call them granddaughters. Like, I be trolling, calling them granddaughters. <laughs> so I feel like, like, they, like they uncle or something. Uh, watching them like progress and doing their own thing <clears throat> with the momentum from the songs because you had FNL blow up right and boom it went down to set the tone mm-hmm. and then like all the rest of the video had like that same like type of type of uh, powers like just it just got one look and all it it just trickled down to all the rest of the girls so it was a good look everybody had a great look from just the FNL song which initially that was I'm, that's what I was initially trying to do, was to you know have a good rollout leading into all the girls, but it happened just with one song, not just the each girl individually. Yeah, yeah. So I was very, I'm yeah, very proud, proud. Like, yeah. But I, I still want more. Like, 
No, I think like it's just a matter of time before the rest yeah. of them get some, you know, sign a deal. Because mm-hmm. they definitely, they've been blowing up too yeah. on their own solo songs, man. <laughs> Alright, so you got the new single with Megan and Future, man. Uh-huh. So, you know, I know you've been locked in with Megan. I think you talked about this a year and a half ago, like you guys had something in the work. Mm-hmm. But what was your reaction when you learned Future jumped on one of these? <laughs> it was crazy because I never, I always wanted to work with Future. And that was like my first time hearing it because I didn't know he was on it. So she was playing it. Dude had read like 50 bars on that, but they had to cut it. <laughs> really? They had to chop it up. It was just cool. It, it, I always, I think everything is like just cool with me, and, to, and I don't realize it till like later. Like, I ain't, you know what? I just did. I just did that, and um, so I was just sitting back, like thinking while they while the song was playing. Like, I want more. Mm. This is pretty cool. I want more of this. Like, I want to keep baby. I want to keep baby to have that feeling that something new is happening to me, and I can't believe it. Like the song blowing up. I ain't, that ain't never happened. So I'm like. I want that feeling again. I want that feeling yeah. every time I do something. Me getting on Billboard. All right, that's cool. I want that feeling to happen again. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Uh, uh, glow signing. I want that. I want that feeling to happen again. Then gloss, like everything. That's how I felt about the song. So, so everything kind of cohesive with each other. Like my feeling f- for the song Pressurelicious. Here in future and Meg, better to be uh, kind of in the process with Meg when she doing working on the song, like all that trickled down and made sense to what I was doing, like it just made sense. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah, it just debuted on Billboard too with uh, 55. Get higher and higher, you see. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my highest song on Billboard. That one is, yeah. Yeah. I think that one's just going to keep going up too. Yeah, you know, it just, it just hit. It's only been on there for uh, its this is the first week. week. Yeah, yep. Um, you and Uzi finally dropped, man. That yeah. cigarette. <laughs> yeah, this Uzi, my favorite artist. For real? Yeah, that was on my. I had a, on my. I had a whiteboard. I got a whiteboard in my room, and ironically, I had glow song and video on my list to like get stuff done, and this before I even sent her to beat or thought for her to be on the FNL uh-huh. beat. But she was up there and Uzi name was up there, Meg name, Duke name. And I was like, I gotta, you know, I gotta get this done. The billboard goals was on my board as well. I had put in my close friends. <clears throat> but yeah, Uzi my favorite artist, so to work with him and get that done was pretty cool. And then I, I seen him at the uh, at the bash as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he noticed who I was until he looked at my hat because I had the hit for president <laughs> hat. And was that your first time meeting him? Yeah, was, okay. he kind of like double, you know, he did a double take 
Like, dang, is he key? Okay, boom. And, you know, this had, this had a video when he was like, come in the room. Because my homie Desto, she had performed, and they pretty cool. They, you know, they kind of like brothers and sisters. So that's what he was telling me to come into the room. And then, you know, we just chopped it up. Yeah. And I saw you said you, you want a song with Kanye, man. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and manifest that right now, yeah. man. I mean, I know Kanye know who I am. I'm, I'm too, I'm, I'm kind of too everywhere right now. Like, knowing the type of person I feel like he is, I know he already researching, like, cause I'm that type of person. I might not even reached out yet, but I know of you. And once I already got my, what's it, what's it called? Like uh, pre, pre-consumption, not pre-consumption. You know what Premonition. I'm yeah, so of, of, of the person that, of me, I feel like he already has that of me. <laughs> Except, so when we get time to work with each other, get around each other, we already know of each other just through social media and what we research on each other. Yeah. Because we have some close mutual friends, huh. really close mutual friends. Am I right, Kadeem? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right, so Crunk Star's out, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I really got to ask you, man, about this I Get Crunk and the sample for the LL Cool J. Yeah. So I think Duke said it was his idea. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he told me. I had replayed it though. I had replayed it and made the beat. It was it fairly easy. No. I feel like it was just too simple, but <laughs> like like the beat wise. But yeah, it, 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 it you know coming like coming around. Just like now, it just it just went viral on Twitter hmm. on his on his page. So it's kind of coming around. So oh yeah, he's in the mall dancing. Yeah, to it so and it's stuff. pretty yeah. pretty much a good look. We had like the lock him in the trunk. Was it the lock him in the? Was it like a No, it was a, uh, I forget, drag rap. It was a drag rap sampling in there at first. And with all the sample clearance, we had to take it out. No. But uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty cool making it because to see how I could take this song and make it into. A crunk song. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't think anyone ever thought about so doing that. So we had the, uh, uh, <laughs> that really made, that was a key element in this song. Yeah, and what about running out of love? What was it like Fun. running out of That beat, when I had, I had, you know, I sampled it. Uh, it's, it's a sample in there, but when I made it, I didn't expect the bass line to go how it went. Hmm. And I said it to Duke, and it did have a guitar on there. Dante, ended up, Dante Smith ended up putting the guitar on there, and it just brought it to a whole, it just made it super dynamic. Duke voice going crazy. I, I promise you, I listened to that song for like two weeks straight, the whole car ride, oh, wow. everywhere I went. <laughs> everywhere I went, at least in the morning, I went to go work out from when I left my house to I went to the gym. That's on the song they played. And you directed the video too, right? Yeah. yeah. That, was my first, that was like my biggest, biggest, it wasn't like a big like type production set. But as far as like, uh, had to do more, do more than what I normally do role-wise, role that was the biggest thing. And putting together was fun with Rico. Like Rico shot it and me and him edited it together on Discord once again. Hmm. So you see me and Rico are a pretty good team, but that was so fun putting that together. Finding the, finding the you know, doing the location, uh, scout. I scout the location, the, the angles, the everything, it was crazy. Like the color, uh, 
the color palette, and I don't know if y'all paid attention, but the color fades <clears throat> to go with the running out of love part of the song. So the color is to represent, is a representation of running out of love, but it's running out of color. So. I feel like that's a big passion for you is these music videos right now. Yeah, right? of course. I want to do everything I can be creative in, and I like it. So I want to, you're going to see a lot more really soon that what I directed, because I want to get it to film okay. and do everything with the camera. So that's what I want to do. Yeah. How'd you end up on the Asian Dolls new album, that Down South song? Man, that song like three, four years old. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> it's all like three, four years old, because I said her to, no, I had DM'd her one day and was like, you must be scared to work with Hit Kid. And then she <laughs> sent me her number and then I had sent her a, like two or three beats and then she took it and did that. But it was on, it was an open verse on it. Hmm. And then I had asked her about it like a year later. I'm like, nah, what the song get? Let me have it. She was like, nah, Tay Money got on there. I'm like, cool. I think they had shot a video. And, I, and it kind of got weird because I, I, didn't, I didn't know what the song was, so I asked her again. I mean, I'm like, you need to do something with it. If not, let me get it. And <laughs> ironically, I seen Tay Money. I, was, I started working with Tay Money in Miami, and I asked about it. She was like, yeah, that song's so hard. See, we shot a video. I don't think they liked the video, so that's why they ain't never put it out. Okay. But, you know, fast forward, it's on the project now. Because, you know, we didn't want to waste a song. It was the perfect timing, too. It was a good collaboration. Both of them were yeah. pretty crazy. On no, that's dope right there. Um, so, Camp South, this mm -hmm. is your label, right? Yeah. And you, now you just signed your first artist, right? Myself. Yourself. <laughs> so, who's some other artists you're looking to sign? Oh, you got to keep that discreet. Hmm. I think <laughs> I know who it is. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I've split, I split myself in half and signed my other half. <laughs> the other half. I'm going to sign myself twice. You got hit twice. and kid? Yeah, I, got, I signed hit and I signed kid over there. They're on my shoulders. So what are some goals for the label then? Like, what, what, do you got, what are you trying to accomplish with this? Uh, to do what all these other big cities doing, but in the Memphis way. I want to take over and be very efficient as a label and represent realness. That, that's why I feel like what is lacking in... Uh, the music industry, especially like with labels, uh, authenticity, creativity, and to a certain extent, like all of that, like the realness is probably the, mo the, 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 the most important thing because that's what really gave me the fire to do, to really go ahead and dive in and go ahead and really start because I had people that was just you know, other labels, they just focus on analytics. Mm -hmm. I would like to focus on being creative. The analytics will fall in line. You, you know, you have other people that are better to do that and research that for you, but I want to be creati uh, creativity-driven, like creativity-driven label, versus trying to f focus on the numbers. Yeah. I want to grab somebody that ain't got no followers, but has a great presentation, can make great music, uh, is in the in the target target market for something that's missing and put them right there and let them expand and be diverse and be creative as possible and take other people out there. Obviously it's people that might be big that I, I see I can work with and you know hopefully sign. So either take those you know take those artists too and do the same thing with them. Yeah. But I already shown that I can 
not, the girls already had stuff going, but I already saw that I can get a position and give give guidance if let be to be able to push push artists and uh, basically develop too and be creative as possible at the same time. Cause mm -hmm. so I was doing everything. I realized the chaperone. I when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I, I had to drive. I had to get the Airbnb. I had to, you know, look at the numbers. Better tell should we drop it, when should we drop it, how the cover should look. I was doing the creative direction for the covers. And shout out to uh, Blood Blesser who did some of the artwork <clears throat> for me. And then, uh, yeah, I had to basically do, manage, produce security. That's what my label is like. Everybody had to, you know, be doing something. You have to be responsible for what you do, and what you're responsible for. Please make sure you're efficient in it, mm -hmm. and learn, be able to learn and listen. Like all that is implemented in my record label, so whoever's on board is, is already understood. Otherwise, you won't even get close to it. So when people be talking about, "Hey, bro, sign me," and I look and I click on your page, and your page look like it don't make sense, you already have the equation because I, I already been like I study people yeah. before I work with them. So you can imagine what I do before I sign them. Real shit. And I feel like artist development is something that's really lacking with a lot of these major labels these days. Yeah, like I was being hated on. So that was like, let me go and start my own label so you can hate on it too. <laughs> but I, it was, you know, it's, it's, not too many, it's not too many big labels coming out in Memphis. True. Uh, we got, you know, we got a couple great, like at least three or four that's right, really great. But I want to get in there and make sure it didn't seem so divided and, and show you that everything can be cohesive. Yeah. You know, uh, so that's the, that was like my biggest thing. Like you have um, probably about, yeah, about three or four, I say, about three or four. But, it, but I, was, I know what I was about to say. You have like other labels that they might feel like they're basically scared to like really make that leap in you know, become like what these other cities are doing. Hmm. At least out of Memphis, I'm just speaking in terms of Memphis, like we can really do it and show other labels outside of here that we can do it. But we ain't doing it for them, but they gonna see what we doing. And I want to be able to squeeze in there and, and make a real mark, a real stamp and do that. Understood, yeah. And how much would you say you learned about the music, you know, the business side by going through everything you went through with Dream Chasers? Man, that was, that was, I learned a lot of stuff, um, personally and <clears throat> business-wise. That was, you know, that, me speaking out was one thing, like, like, hey, that's another representation, like, that's gonna be for my label, is to hold each other accountable. Don't be sitting on my lab and let me um, do something stupid and don't say nothing. Cause now I feel like you would do something stupid and won't tell nobody you did something stupid. So that's, and, that, and that, it's just like putting grease into the sink. Like, you ain't, like you're not pouring grease into the sink, but it's like you cook some chicken, right? And you got grease in your pot and you, and you clean it out. You kind of put some of the oil in there and you keep doing it and it just built up, then your sink stop. 
no, we just ain't gonna put the grease in there. We not ain't gonna let it build up. So that's like my analogy to that. Like it was just stuff, stuff that was building up. Like with that situation, I had my own stuff going, so I was never tripping. And but I see, I seen what was going on to be able to learn how to maneuver when that type of situation will ever come up again. So they really, you know, they really strengthened me in that in that aspect. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. I just feel like people were responsible enough to own up to the action. So me coming to the game, ironically, it happened at the same time that like, I had some big songs coming out mm -hmm. too. So a lot of eyes was on me when I made a certain post. So me doing that is making, bringing awareness, uh, bringing awareness to a situation where a lot of people are in, but they don't want to speak on it because they feel like they might lose, you know, they, they want to say they face, say that face card because they might be in the room where they might need the other person, but we shouldn't have to be moving like that just to save a face card. I can care less about that. Because I'm, I, I stand on business, and like I'm, I'm about being real as, real as I can, being a stand-up person. Otherwise, I leave a situation if I ever feel uncomfortable. If it don't feel good to my soul, I'm not doing it. So that's why I don't like to be. That's why I have to hold people accountable around me. So if it don't feel, if I see you do something that don't feel good to me, I'm gonna let it be known. But you ain't the type of person who want to be inferior. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can't be around. And a lot of people who feel like they're at a certain point, and they can't be told or don't want to want to be inferior to other people around them, it can't happen. So that's how I looked at it. That's how I looked at that whole situation. Real shit. And, none, and, and you can ask anybody around, like ain't nothing I said ever had to be fabricated. Like mm -hmm. I ain't got to lie about nothing. Me talking about, uh, you know, me actually putting on the internet. You, why, why, you think I just went straight to the internet? <laughs> if you knew me, you got to know I went to the, I, I exercised. You went to every, the source first. Huh? I exercised everything I could do to get this situation under control. And I'm like, what's up? Like, yeah, let me, let me go on, bring awareness to, you know, shed light on this so people know I ain't playing. I ain't, you know, he kid ain't lying about nothing. I ain't gotta lie about nothing when I be putting stuff out. So, you know, that's my thing, just to clear up any, any misconceptions. Understood, man. Yeah. You just made this post about rebuilding Orange Mound Tower. Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of speak on what Orange Mound Tower is and why you decide. To it's a building this I used community. to drive past all the time, but didn't know what it was. But um, <laughs> I went into it. I went into the the section, and it was like it had train station. It had like lots of stuff, construction, whatever. But I'm, I'm partnered with Tom, uh, Victoria's president over there, and you know we from the set up a couple of meetings and try to get and try to make something happen. Let's go. This, I, I'm calling it the Memphis Renaissance because that project. <clears throat> that we're working on is really go bring, it's gonna shed light to Memphis because you have a lot, you have nothing but black creators that's going in an area that was the first black neighborhood, I think, in America. Um, so that's, that's crazy. Like, I'm sitting there talking like, like, yo, I don't know, I don't think you know what you got in front of y'all. Like, I know y'all got this, but I don't think y'all understand, like, this real history. So for me, be able to, because they reached out to me and I had always thought about like doing some stuff like that. And so me being at the, at the level I'm at, at the platform, the, having the platform I have, me doing that would make other people that's in the same, in the same business as me want to get involved and help out the city. Because that was my other thing when I mentioned about the clubhouse situation. You got people that take out resources and the money that, that could be uh, of use in Memphis. 
but you taking it out. So I'm putting back into Memphis, but you have people that be like, man, Memphis don't owe you nothing. You ain't got to, all right, that's cool. Like, I ain't that type of person. Like, this is my hometown, so I want to rebuild. You go go somewhere else and rebuild their place. When I'm rebuilding the first black neighborhood in America, ain't nobody there to touch it except a few, except a few musicians by the name of Unapologetic. Mm. So everybody else, they want, they scared because I guess it's not cool. Or it's, it's just gonna take. It's too lengthy. They want the, they want something quick. They want yeah. something that can happen like right away. It's still gonna take like a few years to be able to happen. And then I know it's gonna trickle down. They start reaching to the neighborhood, like the actual neighborhood, the residential areas. Because this this place is basically we have a place called uh, <clears throat> the Crosstown Concourse, kind of like the same thing, but so it's like Wall Street, and you got Black Wall Street. That's what it, that's really what it is, and that's what it's definitely gonna be when you see everything like all said and done. You like it's understood like what's going on, and it's just one project I'm trying to take over, do all that, do whatever I can creatively, and that's where I feel like is missing as well as far as like people that's in me, me like in the industry I'm in but they they want to talk the talk but they ain't walking the walk for sure mm. and I had to wait till I got into the right pocket of time to better get into this because as much as I said I want to do it a few years ago <clears throat> I didn't feel like I was in the right position to do to do it right like I wanted to because I didn't just want to jump in here first and not even be ready for it, so I feel like it was the right time for this. Yeah, now that sounds major. I salute you for doing that. No, it's, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like game changer, like real history. It's something you could you would see in the history book coming soon. I was I would say coming soon, but you know later <laughs> on down the line. Yeah. All right. Before we get you out of your hit, man, go ahead and make your pitch for sketches, man. Look, look at my shoes, y'all. Yeah, hold them up. Let them see them. Yeah, I see. I signed them. I signed my shoes, Sketches. I've been wearing these shoes for so long, I'm gonna keep wearing until y'all give me a deal. But I signed them because these, these, these shoes are like stock. These shoes are stock. So the more and more I become, I become more progressive in my career, the, the more these shoes will be worth. And these are Sketches that I'm wearing that I signed. So please, please give me a deal. I'm gonna turn y'all up. So I already reached out. I know the different demographics you guys are trying to reach out to, but are able to get to. I can be that of assistance. I can reach out to the southern demographic area, to the black people that's not wearing shoes. You only have certain these certain type of people at this certain age group. Hey, let's get that other side with me, with my help. I can do this. And I can also make you infiltrate into the music industry, which is another big market that you guys could be possibly using. And I also direct. So I'm very hands-on. I also know how to design. So besides wearing the shoe and promoting the shoe, I can always cre I can create the shoe. I can also make jackets if y'all need it. We can make some sketch of pants. We can do all of that. So yeah, that's my pitch. <laughs> they got to tap in, man. What the fuck? All right, Head, you got any shout-outs you'd like to give before you wrap it up here, bro? No, nah, I'm just going to say shout-out to everybody, so I don't forget nobody. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. 
For centuries they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.